Welcome to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest Magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Hey boys, we're here. It's episode 50. We made it. Oh my god. Been a year or so. It is exactly a year. Well, because we missed two episodes over the course of the last year. Yeah. So it has been 50 weeks. Minus two. Plus two. We missed two or... (laughs) I think we missed two episodes. Two weeks. So basically a year. Okay. Do you you remember what we talked about? uh, Well, we've also, we've produced 51 episodes because the the episode about my disqualification was... It's out of the series. Oh, really? Okay, no, right. Yeah. I didn't realize oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this could be any time. Uh, yeah, it's cool though. No, I'm glad we glad we managed to keep stick with it. You know? yeah, 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 exactly. We have all our listeners. We have listeners in in far flung countries such as Japan. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think it's one of our biggest listener bases in Japan. Apparently, wow. Yeah. So if you're a listener in Japan, like you know. Shoot us a tweet or what, or an email or something. Yeah, if anyone has any Japanese foil force wheels, you know that you just see <laughs> around your local store, send them to me. Let yeah. us know how Frontier's doing over there. I hear it's yeah. pretty big. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, so I love to play a bit of Frontier actually. Wow. Yeah, remember we remember we had like regular tournament reports for Frontier. Yeah. Regular discussions about decks. I'd say it's actually ruined now. It's just all Etorx Marvel and Sahili decks. Yeah, it yeah. definitely is. Yeah, yeah it's totally just, busted format. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a Hall of Fame standard. Like for the last it's it's funny that like you'd be like you're thinking oh wow Frontier would be a great format to have but like and it wouldn't have to be like modern where they just have to day one ban a lot of stuff but they would probably they actually would. Yeah, they'd yeah, have yeah, to yeah. day one ban like Marvel Sahili yeah. maybe Emrakul yeah. uh, a tune with Ether yeah possibly a tune with Ether <laughs> yeah. maybe even Collective Company oh yeah yeah oh, god that probably the answer yeah. <laughs> like, this format <laughs> sounds awful <laughs> yeah. yeah see you drawing out no that one's fine no 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 um, treasure cruise <laughs> so what's on the slate for today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the challenger decks that wizards announced uh, we're going to be talking about the future of master sets as well as the spoilers from the from the most current master set which is called what's it called master masters 25, 25 yeah, yeah. Masters a25 25. is a a25 is a symbol which is or no, the, not the symbol, what's it called? The, the code. The, code, right? Yeah, the expansion code. Yeah, yeah, the expansion code, which is awful. Um, <laughs> then we'll be talking a little bit about the standard GP at the weekend and our tournament report and our deck of the week. It's going to be a live one this time. We're going to decide what the deck of the week is just from talking about it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this, is, this is the closest we're ever going to a live episode. Boom. For your 50th anniversary. Maybe 50. on our 100th uh, episode we can do a live podcast. I hate live podcasts now. I'm so against it. Why? I just always think they're terrible. Yeah, they're they're really bad. They're a really bad experience for the people who just download and listen to them. Yeah, but they're a very good experience for the people who actually go. Yeah, I'm just. I think I've said this before. I just uh, yeah. For that reason, I don't like them because like, like, yeah. they don't function as podcasts. Yeah, they're not. Re- they don't really fulfill their uh, their destiny or no. whatever. Yeah. But well, well, yeah. Like, what, what if there's like three people sitting in the corner over there, just as we're doing this podcast now? It'll be exactly the same, right? Yes, yeah, so that's philosophical. Would that be a lot? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think Sonny can hear us. If a podcast is watched, is it a live podcast? That's right. We were stuck in a lift, actually. uh, Oh yeah, that's a good point. So we could have we could have had um we could have had a live episode in a lift. Um, Yeah, we're stuck in a lift for five five seconds. Yeah, yeah. They would have uh, had to be the audience. They wouldn't have had any choice in the matter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been forced into our first live podcast. It was a harrowing experience. No, at first we're all laughing because we're like, this is just laughing at the absurdity of the situation. Yeah. Then we rang the person to come help. Then they said they'd be here soon, and then like 
we have to we have half an hour in there and mm. at one point I was like oh god this could be yeah, <laughs> this could be, could be in here for the night Jesus yeah and there's supposed to be a blizzard coming and hitting Dublin yeah. so I was just like oh no well also I was like I'm glad this didn't happen during the blizzard because then we would be screwed yeah oh, yeah yeah god. at least it's slightly before the blizzard yeah <laughs> So uh, that's the that's the news in Dublin. People Jesus. getting stuck in lifts and yeah. snowing everywhere. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about the Challenger decks? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I do. previously announced these uh, these Challenger decks were announced uh, a while back, and Wizards uh, they they detailed them last Friday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so they they their stated aim in the original announcement was to make. Like this is kind was kind of the return of event decks, but they wanted to make them actually good and relevant and representative of real standard decks rather than just what Wizards thinks might be standard decks. And to that end, they said that the play design team was doing them and that they had managed to I, I don't know exactly the wording, but they had managed to to get them into production much closer to real world events yeah so basically that they can take inspiration from real world world events for the deck lists okay so obviously we're not expecting these to be like like insane or anything but they they were actually pretty insane for for what we were expecting so like they're full of rares i think event decks used to have a limit there was 10 rares isn't Mm -hmm. that what it was it was like 10 rares and then it had a sideboard and it was like oh it has a sideboard (laughs) you can play it at fm wow um but now these ones have like they're basically the the red deck is just like rare, 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 rare. Almost all rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so a lot of them are. Um, but yeah, they they basically they reflect they reflect real real decks pretty well. So there's mm-hmm. there's four of them. There's a there's a white blue approach deck. There is a Mardu vehicles deck. There is a black green constrictor deck, and then there's a mono red aggro deck, which is the one that everyone kind of went crazy over because it includes uh, one Glorybringer, one Hazaret, and one Chandra. Yes, excellent. Bonkers. So basically brings down the price of all of those quite a bit because the the RRP on these is thirty dollars. Thirty dollars, yeah. 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 So probably the same amount in Euro, thirty euro. Yeah, they're gonna be thirty euro. I think that's usually what the commander ones are anyway. It's usually just a straight conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from dollars to euro. And then they'd probably be like twenty five pounds in the UK or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, these are like jam packed with value. What do you guys think? This is brilliant. I yeah. I like I I I think it's I don't, know, I don't know where to begin. I think um, we yeah. So we we, we we talked about once these once this uh, product was initially announced. We were talking about kind of what we thought it would be. Uh, we thought it might be yeah, like you said, kind of the decks they think will do well. And I never would have many. I never would have would have thought in a million years it would just picked like basically just picking tier one decks. Yeah, they're all trimming them down. Yeah. yeah. And then I think like so when we said that so we initially thought that this yeah this is going to be the decks that they want us to play in constructed when like a when a set comes out. So yeah. like when Kaladesh came out, it's like. Red White Peacles was a deck they wanted us to play. Yeah. So when I was scrolling through this list, I saw uh, the Pala on the cover of the box. So I was thinking, oh yeah, this is so this, this is us, that kind of deck, the, the Red White the Red White Peacles deck they wanted us to play week one in Kaladesh. Mm. But then I didn't realize it's, it's actually just Mardu. It's, it's just, just full on Mardu Beagles. Yeah. Uh, has a place at a heart of Kieran. Yeah. It's it's, I, I couldn't believe it. It used like, to be a 15 euro mythic. That was a Chase mythic, yeah. yeah. It was, or it was like even more at one point. Yeah, I yeah. only bought two of them just before this happened. No. Oh no! Oh, dear God! Disaster! But whatever. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, so, so, like, obviously, it's a while. It's been a while. It's been since the days of Gideon Alexander when that mm-hmm. when Articarm was that expensive. But like, mm-hmm. can you imagine if it was that expensive now? The how many? Yeah. There's four in the deck. That's like, I mean, so Paul calculated the value of these decks. It's like, and the, there's a, there was a post on Reddit that calculated the value as well. Like most of them are like over sixty five euro worth of value. Yeah. In yeah, cards. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, that's all that's come down now. So sure, the yeah. price of Hazard and Chandra has completely tanked, which is brilliant. Yeah, which is fantastic yeah, because yeah. then, like, just for as an example, the mono red deck because it's easy to talk about. It has one of Glorybringer, Hazard, and Chandra. But other than that, it's basically the whole deck. Yeah, you just mm. need to get those extra seven, six cards. Yeah, so you just re- you know replace a few of the a bad a few of the bad cards. Like there's there's three harsh mentors in there. You can probably stick them in your sideboard mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just replace a few of them. Go up to the full four Hazarets, Get an extra Chandra. Maybe a couple of Gorbringers. Move them to the side as well. And you, you've got your your basically uncompromised mono red deck. Yeah, it's really, really it's good. Pretty... It was like it's funny because I said this to a friend of mine who's just getting into magic. Yeah, and uh, his his reaction was like, "But wait, like, won't this just tank the value of those cards?" And I was like, "Yeah, it will. You should want that as a new player. Like, yeah. you, you know yeah. what I mean? Because then you you buy this, and then it's relatively inexpensive to get the other to get yeah. get up to four copies of the of the good cards. Yeah, exactly. And like Chandra, especially, is like a modern staple. Like, yeah. like legacy mm-hmm. fringe playable. Yeah, like." His, I presume his grand and commander and stuff, but like, yeah. it was very expensive and like probably wasn't going to drop that much at standard rotation. It was no, probably going to drop a five. Yeah, it was probably yeah. still going to be twenty quid or, or yeah. whatever. Uh, so this is great. Like it's like, uh, like if they keep picking cards like with this keen an eye, like mm-hmm. and it's like stuff that like ends up being modern playable and stuff as well. It's just great for Magic in general. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Like Hazard saw a little bit of modern play as well. It's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of come to an end now because he was getting or she was getting played in uh, Jund. Mm-hmm. Where now Bloodbraid Elf is back. So <laughs> Bloodbraid Elf eats everybody's lunch. Yeah, but it's excellent. And like for Hardikaren and stuff as well. I think like the biggest, even just apart from like the raw monetary value, it's like if you start playing in a shop, right, and say you wanted to play like a vehicles deck, and let's say like a while well, Hardikaren as well, like seven or eight euro or something like yeah. that, was it? Um, and like it's not just the fact that it's seven or eight euro and you you don't want to trade that much. It's that like. Like, even if you have your, like, trade binder getting started and stuff like that, and you've opened a few packs, and you've opened a Planeswalker, and you're happy to trade it away, it's just not that likely that people in your shop are going to have four Hardikarens among, you know, the group of players that are there yeah. to trade you. It's yeah. quite difficult, unless you go online and buy cards, to get these cards. And, like, yeah. that's not a problem just because of the monetary value. It's just, like, you don't really know how to do that as a new player. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a barrier there. Yeah. yeah. So being able to just get four Mythics or whatever, even if they're not that expensive, like yeah. Redicaren isn't 15 quid anymore, it's still like super good for new players. Like yeah. It's going to make them less feel less awkward about going in. Like I, like I was thinking about, one of my friends was telling me about like going to their college gym recently, and they went into the gym, right? And uh, they just walked around, and they saw like, oh, everyone's got these like gym mats. I don't know how to get those. And then they just walked back out of the gym. Yeah. Because like, they were like, I don't want to get involved, like have an awkward interaction where I yeah. have to figure out how yeah, to do yeah. this. You know what I mean? So like anything that like, I feel like that's the same as like, how do I get this expensive yeah. cardboard? Yeah. You know, that no one has to get. So what you're you saying know? is Hardy Karen is very similar to a gym mat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they should start printing those in four packs, you know, and you should <laughs> yeah. be able to buy them. Yeah, challenger, challenger gym mat packs. Yeah. 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 yeah, You get chalk, you get shoes, you get everything you need. Yeah, but anything that makes it easier to get into a new hobby or whatever definitely yeah. is just great. And like, this does a really good job of yeah. that. It also incentivizes people who play other formats. Like, I always entertain and sometimes entertain the idea and sometimes actually do buy the pre-made commander decks mm-hmm. i don't really yeah. care about commander at all but i just like to have like oh i have a deck if i need to play commander yeah. yeah so i think there's people who play modern people who play legacy people who play commander 
they're going to see this product sitting on the shelf. They're going, they're, they're going to know, they, they know what the cards are. They, mm-hmm. They're entitled players or enfranchised players, if you want to say that. And uh, so they know what the cards are. They know that it's not quite there as a like top tier deck, but they know that it's good enough. Yeah. So they'll just go, yeah, I'll buy that. That's fine. Yeah. And I'll maybe participate in standard the odd time. So yeah, I, I think this is really going to drive attendance at local events. I definitely think so. Yeah, and like, so the, like the one thing that people have pointed out with this is that basically all the value cards are ro- rotating out. So like the Hazarets and the Chandras and the Heart of Kirins. In six months. Yeah, they're, that's a decent bit of. It is no, it's great. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not complaining about it. I'm yeah. just saying that people have brought up this point, mm-hmm. and it is true. fair enough. It is true, but like, you can't really blame Wizards for that. It's like they no. still they still want to sell the newest product. Yeah. Um, I kind of wonder, like, do we know how often these are going to come out? Is there going to be one, like, I immediately? Think with, it's once with per Dominaria? year. Area once per year. I think yeah, it's not okay. once per set. It's once yeah. per year. Yeah. So if it is this time every year, then it is quite judiciously placed in terms yeah, of rotation definitely yeah. um but that's fine still like it's, yeah. it's grand and like in six months time or whatever if you've been playing standard for six months you're probably going to have enough of a collection at that point mm-hmm. that you can then just build a different deck post rotation or yeah. Yeah. you know whatever cards survive or whatever you'll be able to build something else with them yeah so i think definitely. that's yeah. i think that's fine personally yeah, yeah. i think on that note as well it's like say monored is like you know, arguably the best deck, the best deck in standard so if you're if you're a player who plays modern or legacy or something that wants to get in standard and want to get the best deck You'll be getting this. So, like, even though if you if you even even though these cards will be rotating in six months mm-hmm. uh, without this product, you'd you'd have to go find those same cards anyway, which will still be rotating in six months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now you just yeah take this off shelf. It would take like, like if if we went online now, right, and like you went on Magic Card Market and you're like, okay, I'm gonna buy my play set of Hazards, my play set of Chandra's, my Glorybringers, whatever, and then you're buying essentially the whole deck. It would take you what, like, even if you bought it all tonight, it would take you what two and a half weeks, three weeks to probably get all the cards in the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Energy. You know, and like now you just can go in, like, buy the deck, and then just like have to maybe, trade maybe for you a went to priorities and you have like an extra Hazard sitting in your wire right. as well. Yeah, you're just yeah, like yeah. okay, I can just there's an upgrade I can do instantly. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah so very happy with this product. Do that more, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if anybody is listening to this and plays other formats, uh, get one of these and play standard because standard is great. Yeah, standard moment, is very good. Is, yeah. 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 All right. Um, let's move on to modern masters. So same day, I think it was uh, last Friday. Gavin yeah. Verhey, or maybe it was yeah, it would have been Friday. Uh, I think it was Gavin Verhey put up a, a post on the on the Wizards website talking about the future of masters sets, and basically they just kind of formalized their position of. We're not just going to do modern masters every year anymore. Master sets are going to be themed around a particular, mm-hmm. around a theme. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not just going to be tied to formats. It, 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 was, it was even beyond saying that they won't be tied to modern. They, they won't be tied to formats anymore because mm-hmm. they just found that awkward saying, oh, we can't print such and such a card in this in this master set because it's modern masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense if we want to print a legacy card here. Um, but so this this basically gives them more freedom and I thought an interesting thing in the article was that he likened it to the evolution of when Wizards originally started theming their sets yeah like their actual yeah, yeah, sets yeah. when they went from just like here's a new set with new mechanics that we thought of mm. to here's a theme that we thought about and we built around it mm. so I don't know I thought that was an interesting comparison yeah. to make it says says a lot for the future of master sets, I think. I mean, this is obviously something that they envision to continue for a long time. Yeah, it is good. And to evolve yeah. um, and be flexible based on what they need to reprint. Um, 
what do you guys think about that this philosophy yeah I think as well as we, we're, we're running, when I get too much into the Masters 25 spoilers because they're coming out this week as well it's like yeah. but like with those you can see the themes shining really it is, the, the theme is, is very strong with that mm-hmm. set um, and it's one of that you know, during spoiler season it is fun to kind of see obviously it's fun to see the cards being revealed but it's also fun to see kind of the theme being kind of the theme coming together mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of and it's, it, I think it's, it's just interesting just to sit and think oh, like what other themes could there be mm-hmm. uh, like that Iconic Masters which being you know, quote unquote iconic cards um, well, not necessarily, not necessarily iconic, iconic creature iconic. types yes. creature types yeah. iconic types yeah. of masters mm-hmm. um, but yeah and I think it's yeah it kind of bugs mine to think kind of what else could I do um yeah, I can't think off the top of my head. Well, I think it's slippery masters. <laughs> <laughs> hexproof masters, yeah. all hexproof uh, creatures. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, just like put all rats at common. That's the rule yeah. as well. They're just all rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sack spells. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Definitely, I'm definitely excited to see where they go. Just and it's it's kind of it's kind of good that it's it gives them more freedom. Like I said, for for every set. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're running out of names for modern master sets. I think we once you get to modern masters four, that doesn't sound. Well, well, I mean, they, they weren't calling, just calling them by the year. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the years, like you know. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're 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 bringing core sets back, so they need to put the years on the core sets. There we right, go. So they probably don't want to have a core set and a masters product every year with yeah. a year on them. But we have this is a twenty five, and then the core set this year is going to be M twenty five. No, it's not. It's going to be M nineteen. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. This is but this is a twenty five. This is A25. All right. And then yeah. they, they couldn't use M because M is for the core sets. So in the year 20... So the year 2024... Yes. The core set that comes out will be M25. All right. And that's going to have... And then we're going to have happens. loads of memes on Reddit. Someone's going to post spoiler spoiler uh, posts from seven years ago. Yeah. Saying, oh, look what everyone was saying about Masters 25. <laughs> Is that, is that exactly like that? Is that, is that, what, you, is that what you sound that. like? Is that what you sound like when you post memes on Reddit and get banned? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what yeah. happens. Yeah. Or is Kieran got banned? That was me. Yeah. Well, we've both been banned for posting memes on Reddit. So we've all, yeah. all three of us all been banned from yeah. the <laughs> Magic subreddit at some point for posting memes. Which, <laughs> you know, I'll, I, I regret nothing. I'll take yeah. my yeah. punishment. Yeah. That we're just a bunch of mad bastards. Are we <laughs> getting banned for the I subreddit? Got a, I got a week. It was harsh though. A week is harsh. Yeah, it was harsh. I think I was banned for three days or something. Yeah, I think I was a week as well. I just posted links to this podcast. No, sorry, I wasn't banned for memes. I was banned for non-relevant. Oh, you're banned for not being funny. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And then you made the same joke, and you weren't banned, and you were upvoted a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, just as Reddit says, okay, Ron, what do you think of the, the changing of themes for for master sets going forward? Um, I don't really care that much either way, to be honest. Like. All I care about you don't is care about the wrapper for the reprints. No, I, yeah. I I I want there to be good value in the boosters, yeah. and I want them to be a good limited format that I'll play a couple of times. Yeah. And like past that, I don't really care very much. So <laughs> I think I think to that end, it's a good restriction to take away like the modern only cards aspect or whatever, because yeah. it'll probably lead to like cooler stuff they can do with the cycles in limited or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't really care all that much overall. Okay. I think I still think people are like fatigued with these products, to be honest. Yeah. After the last year, and um, if they continue releasing them at this rate, I like yeah, I don't think it's going to continue selling that well. That's kind of my only worry. What if they just do like one per year? Yeah, I think that's what they should do. Yeah, yeah, and then that'll be fine. Because what yeah. we've had three in the last year. Yeah, just just over a year, or yeah, it could actually be within. Yeah, yeah it is within a year. Yeah, Masters, three within yeah. a year. Modern Masters was like April calendar year. May yeah, March. so Modern Masters was around that time, yeah. and then Iconic Masters was only like 
four months ago yeah i want to say and then this is coming in two weeks or whatever yeah yeah it's just too much i think yeah once a year is fine yeah once a year should be fine for for me um plus they all they're also going to have their what's it called again battle bond yeah battle bond (laughs) other stupid sets yeah they're going to have those which are also vehicles for reprints so i think one master set and then one draft focus set Mm. per year should be fine yeah craft innovation set or whatever it's called yeah um, so optimistic about that change but ultimately yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a cosmetic change that won't, won't mean too much next year we'll have revised though what's called not revised um, reserve list masters reserve list masters that'd be great that would we'll be print the whole reserve be list because it's pretty big I yeah. would buy like a crate of reserve list masters <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah duel 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 yeah, yeah. just take a bath in your, all your new shiny oh duels they just put them in at rare imagine that oh my god like, that'd be insane yeah, yeah. yeah I mean they've, they've ne- there's never been a cycle of lands at Mythic right um, I, there have been indivi- so. individual yeah, lands yeah Mirrorpool cycle yeah and and Cavern of Souls Cavern of Souls yeah. Yeah. the yeah. previous thing Maze's yeah. End is a mythic right uh, yeah I want to say it is yeah. 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 Um, what do you think about the price point of the master sets do you think the price point should change I'm really yeah I think it's too high disliking yeah. the price point yeah I think yeah. I think they overshot with the original price hike um, and it should be somewhere in between what, what, what do you remember the original modern masters what exactly is the price I think it was like seven dollars, so, yeah. I thought it was like seven or eight dollars, something like that. I wasn't playing around then, but I yeah. kind of remember that was a bit when I was kind of dipping in and out, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. Mm. So, master's packs are 11 euro here, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy which is expensive, like just so much. Like, especially when you have, like, I'm not going to complain about, I'm gonna, well, I'm not going to complain too much about the the mythics and stuff like that, but just the high variance in terms of the mythics. Like, mm. again, we're going to talk about this in a second for for um, Masters 25 but like on one one end you have like Imperial Recruiter and Jace and on the other end you have like Acroma yeah. Angel of Fury like, nah. which is nothing like yes, yeah. you don't even get like the value of your booster back like. no yeah so I, I just I understand that they need to do it that way but I think it would be fairer to reduce the price a little bit even if it's only like two dollars yeah less mm. if it goes down to eight dollars that, that would be fine I think I think it's too high. Like, I don't really understand where all the... I think, like... Because they do sell the well, these sets, right? Like, Iconic yeah. Masters supposedly didn't sell that well. Um, but, like, I feel like they a lot of They apologize for that set. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in the Good. Future of Masters article, they, <laughs> yeah. he, he apologized for, for like, people's misconceptions of the set. People still don't understand what the set was about. Yeah. Or why Lightning Bolt wasn't in the set. Oh, yeah. I think so, like, they apologized for the poor marketing. They apologized yeah. for the... The poor performance, so like they better do some good stuff coming forward because yeah. otherwise people are going to constantly complain about these sets. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the ones that do sell well, like a lot of it is down to speculation and people just buying boxes and not cracking yeah. them basically mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But I feel like uh, like a lot of the masters sets, yeah, are just kind of coming down to this investment stuff and yeah. then. So I don't know. It's like when you have mythics in these sets or whatever that the, where the prices need to come down, and you know it's eleven euro a booster. Like mm-hmm. it, it never just re- it never really affects the price all that much. Like look at Snapcaster Mage. Like yeah. what the price yeah. dropped like ten euro, and now yeah. it's back up ten euro over where it was before yeah. it even got reprinted or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of insane. So speaking of prices, uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about some of the individual cards? Yeah, yes. And mythics not affecting prices. 
Uh, so we've had a lot of upshifts to Mythic in this set. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I will start off with a positive thing, though. All right. I love the way that they're doing the watermarks behind yes. the text boxes. Yeah, they look cool. amazing, yeah. especially Blood Moon. Yeah, Blood Moon. I, or anything with the dark symbol. Yeah, I think Blood Moon has been... Like I know with the center text as well and simplified rule text is that yeah just, uh, looks looks amazing and I think these will also look amazing in foil with those uh, lovely waterworks yeah like the dark yeah, ritual looks amazing oh, oh yeah. yeah it looks really good yeah the center yeah. text I, I assume cool. they're gonna have the whole boon cycle because they have dark ritual and they have I can't I doubt they're already. gonna have the whole cycle <laughs> what oh yeah yeah I don't think they're gonna have oh, a yeah, ancestral <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's why I forgot that that one's in there. <laughs> yeah, I would love reserve that That'd be good, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what did they put in to replace that one? They just put the other four and then what? It, what it'll, no, it'll just be the other four. They, they might have treasure cruise or something. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. I'd yeah. Love yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> and just put the M symbol on it instead, just to be like, here's the joke. Like, no, nah, they wouldn't do All right, so we've no green mythic so far. I'll start off with mythics. We've got Armageddon in white. We've Great. got Jace the Mind Sculptor. We knew that one already. We've got Vendillion Click in blue. Mm. That's a mythic as well. All right. We've got Doomsday in black. Is that an expensive card? No, it's only played in vintage. All right. So. We've got Phyrexian Obliterator. That one's not confirmed, but somebody found it in somewhere. Uh, we've got Imperial Recruiter, as oh, already mentioned. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, we got Acroma, Angel of Fury. That's a bad one. Uh, what else we got? we got... Uh, Gisela, Blade of Gold Knight. Sure. And Prosh, Sky Raider of Kerr. Uh-huh. People are happy with that because that's. Um, this will be the first time we'll be in foil. Oh, yeah, and people commander. like that in Commander and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sure. that's, that's originally a Commander card, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, we're getting the, the, the Kobolds of Kerr Keep. Yes. Uh, token. Token, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Um, and then in the artifacts, we got Chalice of the Void at Mythic and Ensnaring oh, yes. Bridge at Mythic, two previously rare cards. This is absurd, yeah. I mean, everyone was really hoping for the Chalice of Void reprint. And yeah. Chal- and I, I think it's like it's like it's like Wizards recognise this because Chalice of the Void was one of the first cards for real for this set. Um, yeah. And, and, and but then it, then it, because we wanted the price to come down because it is very very expensive now. Mm-hmm. But then it being mythic is almost it's going to change the price only slightly. Yeah, very little. Yeah. It's it's going to be a Snapcaster Mage situation yeah. where it'll come down by like a fiver or maybe between five and ten. But then more people are going to it's going to be in more demand, so it's just going to yeah. go up. Yeah. after a few months yeah I don't think it's going to really affect the price at yeah. all at all yeah. like it's even the pre-order price for them is like 45 each or something mm-hmm. like that on Magic Card Market yeah, yeah. and then like, like obviously we could complain a lot about the upshifts but the fact that this was this was rare in Modern Masters yeah, that's yeah. so strange. Was, uh, they already set a precedent for it's like oh this is fine in there years ago uh, rare. Yeah. Years, it's so yeah. gross it's like I don't know I just I hate that yeah 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 and so, I mean, this is obviously a sign of like wizards recognizing the secondary market exists. Yeah. Because um, I think there's no way you just find it's being mythic any other way. There's nothing mythic about it. Yeah, like it doesn't affect draft badly. It's not that complicated. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a big flashy card. No. Yeah. Meh. No, I, Whatever. I mean, it is kind of complicated, but like not in a way that matters. No, yeah, not like, really. Yeah. Not if you're playing. Yeah. No, it sucks. Normally. Uh, what about Ensnaring Bridge? Yeah. So. I made the point that also this shouldn't this should just mm. be a rare, but then you yeah, have a good counterpoint. I think this would be pretty miserable as a as a rare for limited. Yeah. So I kinda understand this one being mythic. Yeah. Um the price of the card is absurd though, so again it would have been nice to just have it a rare. Yeah. But I don't know if they could really do that. Like maybe this is a card that could have gotten printed in like a different type of product instead or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You see that? Mm-hmm. It'll again the price of this one might go down because it it's played 
a good bit less than Chalice is. It sure, gets yeah. played in fewer decks. True. Yeah. So this might affect the price a little bit more. Yeah. Possibly. Is, um, is, this, a, is this four of in every... It's not four of in every game. Like three, usually, I think, yeah. you play, because you don't want more than one over the course of the game. Sure, yeah. yeah. Remember, it's got any, any, any Chalice deck just plays four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, yeah, Ensnare Bridge isn't as good in your opening hand either as Chalice is, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Also, some burn decks play Chalice, or not Chalice, uh, Bridge in the side. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I haven't, I've never I played it. I don't again, really that's three, it, I think. Yeah, two to three, I think. Yeah. yeah, like, I think this will bring the price down a little bit, and yeah, it's fine. This one um, isn't too egregious, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any notable cards from the rest, or cards that you'd like to point out would you want, do you want to pick two cards each yeah um, so there is Port. yeah Rishatinport uh, a rare so that, that, this is Anyway, one that, how, do you, how do you pronounce that Rishatin Rishatin definitely Rishadan. is that how it is I'd say, I'd say, uh, I've heard a lot of people say Rishadan but I don't think that's right I'd say Rishadan yeah, yeah. Rishad because well, yeah, the place is Rishad right oh yes. okay right, okay. right. yeah well then definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I, like I don't know more about the American it's like it's the adjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like it's the port you. of Rishad. Yeah. 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 Well, I, 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 don't know. I don't know anything about magic back then. Okay. <laughs> I know what the card does. Yeah. I'm trying to confirm. <laughs> uh, but, 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 but this is a card that's very sensible. That, I mean, it could have been reprinted a mythic and we'd be having the same conversation uh, as we are now. But Definitely, it's not. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's rare. Yeah. And it yeah, being rare is great. Yeah, that's a good value. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this one's kind of a gimme. It's like they couldn't have them all in mythic, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's also a... Yeah, Eidolon, under Eidolon, 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 the great record. I say Eidolon, people do say Eidolon as well. Yeah, I love that one, it's, it's because there's two words in it that can be pronounced wrong, yeah. a lot of people say Eidolon, yeah. and other people say Revel or Revel, <laughs> it's Eidolon of the Great Revel, yeah. that's how it is, yeah. it's a I know for sure. Mispronounced masters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and this is also one that's very, uh, very, very important reprint. Yeah, that's a great one for all all burn decks everywhere. So yeah, this is all, really, all the red players, especially online. Yeah, yeah, this is like by far the most expensive card in modern burn. Yeah, online. Yeah. So and in paper as well, it is. But mm. it's it's a by a bigger margin online. So yeah, this is a really yeah. good reprint. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the next the next highest was like Goblin Guide, and that was just reprinted. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then Atarka's command probably after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, scalding turn. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's your two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What two do you want to talk about? Um, I'll say like Imperial Recruiter. This is just oh, like yeah. this is like if we're talking about EV of the set, this is like a huge bump for it. Like uh, this card is from Portal Three Kingdoms. If anyone doesn't know, it's two and a red for a one-one. Uh, I don't know what type of I don't know what creature type it is. Doesn't it's really a human matter. advisor. Human advisor. There right. you go. Advisors are always busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Advisors and scouts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so and uh, when it enters the battlefield, you can search your library for a creature with two or less power. Yeah. Is that it? And yeah. put it into your hand. Yeah. And then shuffle your library. Yeah. But uh, so it's a it's a combo card basically in Legacy. Uh, lets you get. Like any amount of stupid things, they play, you play it in a lure, and you can get your combo and extended. People used to play it to get the kiki jiki combo and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like it was like insanely expensive before. It was like two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars for a copy, just because Portal Three Kingdoms is a very low supply set. Yeah, it was only printed in Asia, I believe. I think so yeah, but there yeah. Are, there are English versions of it. Yeah, as yeah. well as like Chinese and Japanese mm. versions, right? Yeah, but I just don't think it got a release. I think it's a, the the portal was... sets were mainly for the Chinese market. I want to say. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think English versions were released in uh, 
New Zealand, Australia. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was super expensive. There's a couple of other really expensive cards from this set, but this is like one of the big ones in terms of like ones, yeah. yeah, in terms of sort of uh, being a relevant card in eternal formats. Yeah, uh, it'll also be widely played in Commander. So like, I think this is going to be a very high value card. Obviously, it's there's no way it's staying anywhere near even yeah. half its current price. It'll probably mm-hmm. be like, I don't know, it might be like. 80 bucks or something, you know? Yeah, I think this yeah. is going to be a pretty high-value mm. Mythic. Yeah, definitely. So th- this bumps up the value of, of, you know, the set by quite a bit. So I think that was just a good reprint. People have been crying out for it. Yeah. Uh, it's got cool new art, so yeah, that's sweet. Does. I love the new art. Yeah, yeah the, the art is very good. Zach Stella. Yeah. He's a good good artist. And then what's another card I would like to talk about? Uh, probably Ball Lightning, just because this is just like one of the crappiest <laughs> yeah. rares you could imagine opening in your pocket. I'm going to slide the spectrum. Yeah, it's worth about 10 cents or something like that. Like, come on, they couldn't give you like... Like, why couldn't Goblin God just be in this slot again, you know? I know yeah. this is like, this is a classic iconic magic card or whatever, Ball Lightning, but like... Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's a rare, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's a rare. It's like, yeah. uh, like this is such a feel-bad card to open if you, yeah, if you yeah. open your booster. This has got to be, like... This, this the is a card that could card easily be bumped down to Uncommon, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. Three, three it is very good. Six damage yeah. that you can maybe get back out of your graveyard. Maybe, yeah. yeah which is, like, <laughs> maybe depending on the limited format. We do have but, Living yeah. Death here right beside it. Yeah, Living Death, and this <laughs> is kind of a combo. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm still kind of waiting to see see more stuff like I think I'm not too impressed so far honestly okay um yeah I feel like the like Chalice of the Void especially in Mythic is is like bit of a slap in the face yeah it really is yeah yeah so I was I'm annoyed by that um uh, we've already seen both of the black Mythics which are both underwhelming I believe Phyrexian Obliterator and Doomsday, and Doomsday. well Phyrexian Obliterator is a good one just because like it's a ridiculously expensive card for a oh, card. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, it's even really expensive that. for a card that's not played in anything. Yeah, okay. It's like well, that's fair enough then. Oh, so is it? Oh, right, I didn't realize that. that. Sure, yeah. okay, that's good then. Yeah. And it's really obnoxious to play against, so you don't want to print it at rare, yeah. so fair enough. But I would have just liked to see another reprinting of Liliana, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like, And it seems like it's not going to happen now. Like, to be honest, they could literally just reprint Tarmogoyf, Liliana, Snapcaster, Jace... In fetches. Every, yeah, fetches yeah. in every single Masters and I'd be happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll pick them up eventually. No problem. Demand for them is just like infinite. Yeah. Like basically. players, like if you want to get into modern in a serious way, you almost have to play one of these cards. Mm. Yeah. Like there's very few decks yeah. that don't play because they're the best cards in the color, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like it's, that's kind of, that's that's disappointing to me. Like, yeah, okay, maybe Obliterator is like an expensive casual card or whatever and this is going to make it cheaper. But yeah. like, uh, just do Lillian again. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was looking at a, a deck the other day. It was a really interesting deck. It was like a, a deck with like Loam Lion and Curd Ape. It was oh, like yeah. a zoo type yeah, of deck. Yeah. Uh, and Bloodbraid Elf at the top end. And I was like, I have every card in this deck mm. except for four Tarmogoyf. Is yeah. there any way that I can play this deck and still have it be good? No, no yeah. way. That's it. Because like, yeah. I, can try, I can put some Scavenging Ooze in there. That's not nearly as good. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Long Tusk Gulp. That's Tarmogoyf. Yeah, is kind of Tarmogoyf, yeah. What's the other? What's the other card? The little, um, the little, the elephant. No, the, the elephant's better. Like the elephant <laughs> is better. It's... No, the uh, the little. Uh, it's like a mushroom or something. It's a sapling creature, I think, from as delirium. It's oh, like a zero uh, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Oh, that card's great. I can't like remember that. what it was called. I can't remember. Something yeah. mold, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I could totally play that card in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I have enough different. I'd have enough types. Yeah, I always feel like that as well. Delirium. Though. 
Because, mm. like, Jund is one of my favourite decks, and then I'm yeah. just like, well, do I really want to buy Goifs and Lilianas? Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. That's, like, you know, Not 40, 500 quid literally. or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I'll probably get around to it eventually, but yeah. not anytime soon. Like you just kind of have to resign yourself to picking these things up when when they're just reprinted. So they're just, yeah. yeah. Oh, and and Liliana is now the most expensive card in modern. But uh, with this reprinting, uh, no, before that, like before the these cards were announced, so after the Jason and Bloodbraid Umbrellas, Liliana spiked to be the most expensive. Oh, card really? In modern. Even oh, over, wow. Even yeah. over Karn? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's well, she's, well, she's a like, bit more than Karn. She's like two point five times expensive as Karn. Oh, really? Well, Liliana like, was what, like what, even what, at the lowest Liliana was like 65 euro yeah was Karen not around 60 euro I won't say yeah. but I got ripped off by some <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was maybe it was maybe but yeah. now I think they're up to like uh, to like 80, 85 or something sure, yeah, yeah. yeah well Karen's probably up now as well yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but um, no I thought Jace was like instantly the most expensive. yeah I think Jace has gone down now and Liliana's oh, okay. more expensive yeah. oh right okay, okay. yeah yeah because everyone wants to play the Bloodbraid decks. Yeah, exactly. Decks. And they're just provably good, whereas nobody really knows what's going on with Jace yet. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of which, shall we move on to our tournament report? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So, we played some Modern we after did. Jason Bloodbraid Elf got him banned. Well, Alan and I did. Wolf uh, declined to join in. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. I played Commander instead. Yeah, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's pretty much like Modern, right? Um... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you'd like to get killed by like 18, 18 cats. Yeah, I mean, I was killing people with 12, 12 avatars. Yeah, so it's fair enough. Close. Is that just an avatar? Is uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, is it like, it a, is like shadow avatar or something like that? I don't think shadow avatar. No, I have no idea what, what it is. I should anyway. know that. It's yeah. really yeah. card. If I want to name it with Cavernous Souls in some weird deck. Yeah. But yeah, so... Uh, we played last Wednesday in Gamers World. Uh, it's the weekly SCG game night modern yeah. tournament they hold. So it's always four rounds, uh, high attendance. So I think we had like 28 players. Yeah, it was very high. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was many, many people. So lots of people showed up. Some people wanted to play Bloodbraid. Some people wanted to play Jace's. Other people wanted to beat them. I wanted to play Jace, uh, but I did not have them. So I just registered the exact same Grixis Shadow list that I would have registered had Jace not gotten yeah. banned. Uh, went... Really well for me. Uh, round one, I played against Jund. Um, I played the same player, Chen, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played him the previous week as well. And I played him, that time I was on Burn, I wasn't playing Grixis Shadow. Mm. And uh, we had a good game. Uh, so then this time around, we shuffled up and he kind of like thought about his hand for a second. He kept and I was like, oh, he's going to get done in here. <laughs> and then uh, he, uh, you know, he played his land for the turn or whatever, tapped and passed the turn. And I went, you know. Delta, crack it, thought sees you, and he went, oh no, I thought you were on burn, you're on Grixis <laughs> yeah, Shadow. It's the opposite of what I thought it was. Yeah, so, uh, so I got him good on that one. Um, it was pretty hard. Uh, he cast, I, I was ahead in the game, I uh, had uh, Grimag Angler on board, had killed all his stuff. Uh, he, his last card in hand was Bloodbraid Elf, uh, which I thought seized out of his hand the turn before he could play it. Uh, and then he, had, he just had a land in hand. He top decks another Bloodbraid Elf. Casts it, Cascades, Liliana of the Veil, Sacrifice my Gurmag Angler, he hits me down to like, you know, what, after seven, I've done a lot of damage, uh, and then I managed to top deck insanely somehow and get out okay, of the situation, okay. I think it was like Snapcaster, Colagons, come on, get back a Death Shadow or something okay, like that, yeah, it was yeah. like insane. Um, so, I managed to beat Bloodbred Elf two games, so I won, I won that 2-0, I think, yeah. or no, maybe it was 2-1, I can't remember, but uh, but either way, I was very impressed that I managed to yeah. beat a Bloodbred Elf, it's kind of kind of hard to do, uh, especially with... with Death Shadow, it's like, because like, it's just really hard against Jund if you get two for one. 
yeah. like to come back in that kind of mid-range type mirror. Yeah. Uh, but I managed to do it. Um, round two, I played against Elves. I'm not sure of the player's name. Um, I kept like a really disruption heavy hand. Uh, game one, Inquisition Doom took his one of his one drops. He played another Elvish Mystic. I fatal pushed that one and thought seized him again. Took his devoted druid and basically just ripped his hand apart. Just uh, and that, that's kind of how the games two games went in a row. Um, in the first game, I almost got screwed because I let him resolve Court of Calling. I had like four lands and I had a Stubborn Denial, mm-hmm. um, but I had a bunch of removal in my hand, so I was I was like, I think I can just let this court resolve and just kill whatever he gets. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and so I let it, sorry, he courted for three, not two, because I was like, because uh, he didn't have the combo set up, so it was yeah. like, he, he can't kill me next turn even with this court resolving, okay. and, I, and I knew the rest of his hand. So, but he resolves it, he gets Magus of the Moon, and I'm just like, oh no, no. What? <laughs> because then once it's resolved, he puts that into play. You can't yeah. respond to float your mana anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, uh, so God. I was thinking. So very luckily, I decided to play one lightning bolt in my main deck, and uh, I had it in hand, and I was able to, <laughs> oh and God. I was able to kill the Magus of the Moon, which was oh, a last wow. minute thing. I decided to put a bolt in my main deck because because of Jace being unbanned. I was just like. It's gonna come yeah. up tonight. Yeah, and I had another I had another one on my board then as well, which was very, very good. Lightning wow. Bolt is a great magic card. Yes. Um but so I was but that was literally my only out of my whole deck. Nice. It was Did you top deck or it was already It was already in my hand. Okay, okay. And then as well it freed up the rest of my mana. I was able to kill the rest of his board then. Oh okay. yeah. But uh, it was pretty insane. So yeah I don't know, I guess the the moral of the story there is if you're playing against court calling and they court for three uh, and you'll get screwed over by Blood Moon. Maybe consider floating mana before it resolves, and Maybe, you see what yeah. they get. Might yeah. actually yeah. be something that you have to think about. Depending on what's in your hand, but yeah, yeah. Like if you have a removal spell, and you, and it comes from a non-basic. Yeah, you might need to, yeah, to just float, float the mana, mana and and, uh, and just luckily lightning bolt gets around that by being able yeah. to be cast by mantis. <laughs> yeah, I cast it. I cast it with a polluted delta. Which oh, is sweet. Well, there you go. Yeah. All the value. Pass. Yeah. Um, and then round three, what did I play against round three? I played against Lantern Control, uh, Mark and Lantern Control. Uh, game one, I played two Death Shadows on turn two, uh, so that was kind of a good start. Two Death Shadows on turn two? Yeah, two 1-1 one, one Death Shadows on turn two. So, yes. hold on, you sh- you went down to 15 off the uh, first one? On the first turn? Yeah, yeah, so f- so Fetch, Crack, Totsies puts you at 15, Yeah, and then Cycles, Tree, Wraith. Oh okay. Uh, and, and, and do whatever. Yeah, right. you can just play a shot. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so two two dead shadows and that was enough oh. to get out ahead of it. Game one, I had Colligon's command as well, was able to blow up his bridge. Game two, uh, you were watching that one, he I was yeah. very close to killing him, uh, and he locked me out. I kinda misplayed. Um when I was getting locked out, I still possibly had outs, but I would have needed literally all the land in my deck. On, on the battlefield to be able to to win the game. I think I had five lands out. I think I needed six or something like, yeah, that, something to, like that to have them. Or I had four, I needed five because I needed to flash back Colgan's command, I think. Yeah. Um, and then game three, uh, I had... I tossed seized him early, then I had Stormer Denial and Ceremonious Rejection in hand. He thought seized me, and then he played a Lantern, so we both just knew each other's hands yeah. and top of the deck, so we both just knew exactly how the game was going to go from that <laughs> yeah, point on. Yeah, so, uh, and then I had a bunch of Snapcasters, so he thought seized me, he took a Ceremonious Rejection. Um, so then basically I just played two Snapcasters as two ones at the end of his turn, like leaving up Ceremonious Rejection mana the whole time and then just beat him down with those and I could see whenever he was going to draw a relevant card and I was able to just uh, to just 
keep up the threat of ceremonious, ceremonious rejection, and I managed to win that one. Uh, so that was interesting, though, because I'm not very... Uh, I haven't played against Lantern that much. I, I right. registered three Colgons commands in my deck, two in the main yeah. one on the sideboard, so that was a big help. Um, and then round four, I played against Mardu Pyromancer, which is a pretty bad matchup, I think. I think it does quite well against Grixis Shadow. Like, the disruption... They can generate quite, a lot of... Blockers yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you're so, and I actually had zero team or battle rage in my list. Yeah, as well, which is like basically the only way you beat mm-hmm. lingering souls tokens mm-hmm. or, or uh, pyro tokens. Uh, and like the disruption is very good against you as well. The removal lines up really well against your creatures and stuff like that. Um, and I managed just kind of to take the games. It was very lucky. The first one, uh, he left one lingering souls token back to block. Uh, I think I was on nine. He attacked me with three tokens, left back one, so to increase his clock by a turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just top decked a fatal push to kill the last token, and then was able to to attack in with a death shadow and just okay. and just hit him, yeah. kill him. Uh, and then I can't remember how the one that I won the second game. I think it was pretty fluky as well, though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I managed to go four zero. That was definitely the toughest matchup of the night, though. Uh, yeah, Grixis Shadow still felt really good. I played against Bloodbraid um, in the first round. Didn't play against Jace at all the entire night, so can't really say, to be honest. Mm-hmm. How good or bad I feel like the deck is. I think it's pretty good against Jace decks, honestly. Sure. And then I plan. I've been playing online with Jace in the sideboard, yeah, uh, with an island and two Jace in my sideboard, and bringing it in against like control and big mana decks and stuff like that. And having an extra basic is nice against field ruin decks and Ponza and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I've been liking that, but I haven't tried it in paper yet. So mm-hmm. I don't really know uh, what it's going to be like. So what about what about you, Al? What did you play? Uh, yeah, so I, I played Green Black Tron again. I was playing. This is a. Yes, yeah, this is the Blackwing list from the Pro Tour. Um, with uh, Tossies is in the side, not many black cards in the main. Um, so, yeah, so I so saw round one, I played against uh, Jace Tech, so it was a teamer, teamer Jace Tech with both Jace and Blubber Elf. Oh. Uh, one of the turns he tapped out four to play Jace. On, on turn four, he tapped out to play Jace. Uh, my turn four, I tapped out to play Karn and killed Jace. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, <laughs> so at that point, I was like, this Jace isn't so good after all. Um, but my, my maybe, I think maybe it's a mistake for, for them to play Jace uh, on turn four and tap out. But yeah, to brainstorm. No, I oh, did. You, you brainstormed, yeah. Yeah, you brainstormed. I mean, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took out a card on the board. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then after that, I played against Abzan Rights. Uh, so Abzan Rights, this is uh, you know basically reanimating Siege uh, Rhino. It's okay. what was happening. So I think uh, game one. When you I say rights, is, is that cryptolith rights? It's unburial rights. Mm. Oh, unburial. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he's sitting down, he actually what? said, "Oh, I'm not playing Abzan Rights." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's some information you're giving your opponent before the game, but I don't know. I don't know what deck that is. No, I was thinking of Critical Price. It's like when people say "Esper Gift" in in Standard. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a blue red gift in Standard, but blue, yeah. blue red gift. Yeah, uh, which is the name of Storm. Oh, Storm. Yeah, 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 gift Storm, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very confusing, but uh, anyway, I nearly I nearly died to Sea Dragon triggers. Uh, but then this is this this uh, Tron that's playing has three relic. relic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I like, oh, this feels like playing Magic. From the start all over again. Yeah. First time it's been magic. But uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm running three relics right, right, main board, so that was that made things seem uh, much easier. Okay. Uh, round three, I played against Burn, and Burn was, these are all very, so I, I won that, so I was 2 0 going to round three, I played against Burn. Uh, Burn are all very close games. Uh, I think I made a mistake, I think there's one point where I was just top decking. Um, basically, both of us were top decking, I was on like five life or so, and he's basically just top decking just to get some last burn spells. Uh, I think at one point I top decked a map. I think I, I used the map to go get a ghost board and try to take him off white. Mm-hmm. Um, to try and make his top decks worse but looking back I should have I think I should have instead just when he got a Sanctum Ugin so that would make my top decks twice as good mm-hmm. um, and then because shortly after I drew Karn and then you know, Karn was you know, had a powerful 
in fact, when I came in, but didn't do much afterwards. Okay. So, and then I had enough mana. I, I, I probably would have just gone Karen Ulamog in the same turn. So, I just, such oh, wow. an absurd mana. Because we were just drawing so many hands. Oh, okay. That makes sense then, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was, yeah, so really it was, you know, so I had a choice between making his top decks first or mine better. And I guess you could kind of say that I made him, I could make his, whatever, 20% worse by making 20% of his draws more dead by cutting him off white. Mm-hmm. Or make mine twice as good, which is well, a bigger... Yeah, I know what you mean. My, 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 my yeah, because it's because the game's gonna. I don't, be I don't know anyway. if you can put an exact percentage on yeah. it like that, but I like making your your draws better also ends the game faster. Yeah, which reduces his number of top decks. Like, that's true. Yeah, because I think it's yeah. Even even if his if his Boros charms don't work, you know, two bolts still work. Basically, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Uh, that's what it is. So you know, so happened, I was like, oh, that's definitely on the definitely a line. I could have taken the set. Um, and then uh, yeah, then, then uh, round four played against Murfolk, and that was I think that's very it's usually is usually is a tough matchup um, mm-hmm. uh, against Tron, but uh, this list is running four O zones, and it's the four O zones are enough to, okay. to, wow, to, yeah. to dominate. And uh, I think I think I've seen a lot of, of lists now playing four O zones, which which yeah, I think I think definitely is the way the is the way that the archetype should go uh, if Jordan gets more popular around. Yeah, O zone also and also Jason and Blue Moon Blue Moon. So uh, yeah, so I'm I'm, gonna, I'm playing a lot of standard this week. Lead them to the PPTQ this weekend, but then after that, I'll just be modern all the way to Madrid. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Nice. So you're, you've been playing the that Tron deck just to kind of get used to it. So that that's what you're probably going to play. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically locked into this for okay. for modern now. Yeah. You yeah. want to change back to Eldrazi? No. 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 Okay. No. Yeah, all right. Those days are gone. Nice. <laughs> those days are Chase, gone. Chase spines. <laughs> even though I mean, I, I you definitely see the lack of data there. I see. Even though we're seeing more lists every week, yeah. Magic Online. Yeah. You know, there, there's. Uh, big Tron lists and other guys Tron lists every time yeah. being dull. Yeah, whereas yeah. if it was very the old system maybe yeah, we'd get an idea of numbers uh, we just don't have the information well I think now. modern is so diverse it was very hard to get an idea of numbers ever yeah, yeah. True. even with the old system yeah, yeah. I think yeah, and I think I, I think Green Tron won the modern challenge last weekend oh yeah so that's mm-hmm. and that was mono Green Tron there you um, go yeah that's and what's what's the what's the advantage of mono Green Tron over Black Green see this is I actually I, I really can't see it I think it plays more basic forests um, and then I think there's that's really the only advantage. It's not like it's not like you're you're suddenly able to play double green spells now. Yeah, because it, it doesn't make no, you double you green spells. Them, yeah, it just ma- yeah it makes your makes you a little better against like mana denial and ma- means you don't take pain off the green black pain land. Like that's, yeah, that's I, one of the main things. I, mean, I think that's really because it's. I mean, it's like I think I think, so I think this particular list played four Tractus, which is up very good. Yeah. Um, whereas like it I makes think, you better think, against Blood Moon. Like that's actually the biggest yeah. thing, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. It means you can ancient stirrings when they have a Blood Moon out. Whereas if you're playing the Pain Land, you wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I suppose you're playing. Well, like you have bases as well. Yeah, you know, I think if three, three, I think three, three or four. I think I think well, my, my version of Black Green has three forests on top of the sideboard, so it's a total of four basics in yeah. seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. yeah, Mono Green is like five, maybe five. Okay. Of course. So yeah. How many of the what is it called? Lanawar wastes. How mm-hmm. many you playing of those? Yeah, one of those. Yes, one just one. Waste. So yeah. it's just an so it's just an extra four. Basically, is, yeah. that. I mean, that is like a decent percentage against Blood Moon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I think I just rather have Protective Reality. I think is is just ends enough games. Protective Reality yeah. is pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, wait, did you do you have any more matchups? Or? No, that was it. I was, yeah, um, yeah, Murphy, Murphy was the last game, so I won. Oh, okay. Um, I think, like I said, it was, it was a tough matchup. Uh, yeah, those also really helped with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll move on to our deck of the week, which will right. also include a bit of discussion about standard. Um, so GP, GP Memphis was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, was taken down by. Let me have a look here. The name of this person. Uh, Mister Monster. Yeah. Greed Red Monster. 
Tyler Schrader, Schroeder, I don't mm. know what okay. the correct pronunciation there, I'm very sorry, um, playing Red Green Monsters, yes, um, a deck that I would not have put as the winning deck of a GP, yeah. I mean it's a solid deck, the, the quality of all the creatures is very very high, but it just seems like it gets kind of dumped on by Blue Black Control or, mm. or any kind of tokens list or anything like that, because... Mm. It's just it doesn't really have a way to push past those those decks, but I yeah. suppose that there are something like things like the Phoenix and stuff are very resilient. Uh, this particular list also has two Ronus, which obviously are different. It's really good, yeah, really good against tokens like giving stuff trample. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I think like the main way you beat Blue Black is you just have too many targets that they need to Raskus Contempt, right? Yeah, like every, all, really all the stuff in your deck they need to exile. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, and at some point when you're when you get up to your high high amounts of mana, like even your Glorybringers, they can't like that. There's there's very few cards in the deck that actually deal with the Glorybringer once it's resolved. It's only mm-hmm. the Raskus Contempt, that's yeah, it, yeah, basically, exactly, yeah. or like two moment of Graven, which is terrible. Yeah, yeah, you'll be three to kill Ronus. Yeah, you could do that. More do it that way. Yeah, definitely. What ramp card does this play on too? Any? It doesn't play a ramp card. Does servant? No. I was, no. Th- I was thinking channel channeler initiate could be good in this. Yeah, deck. I think could be. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. no, this particular version does not play servant. The other the other version that Ari Lax played, the Naya Naya okay. monsters, okay. does play servant. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just because then that also it also helps with the colors. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I would play Channeler initiate, and then I could put the minus one minus one counters on my Phoenix, and then get it back. Oh but yeah! I have to say, like the the, the two drop the two the two drop package in this deck is the one thing that I really really like about it. So right, it's got right, first okay. of all Merfolk Branchwalker, four of those, yeah. which is just a very good value creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other two drops play very well with Merfolk Branchwalker because there is Earthshaker Kenras and. Um, resilient Kenris mm. oh, yeah. so you're very happy like you reveal that you're like okay well that's going on the graveyard but it's like I just drew a card as well yeah, yeah. because that's a, a big effect later and like they're both mana sinks later so you're happier drawing the lands than you would be in kind of a red green mid-range deck normally exactly yeah, yeah. and you have Ronus as well as a, as a mana sink yeah so, yeah, yeah. I, I did find so I did play a bit of the Naya Monsters one I did find that I, I kind of like the idea of that one because it shored up some of the weaknesses of red green, which is that it can't deal with creatures such as Earth, um, uh, Rekindling Phoenix, the Scar Hazaret, of God. The Scar of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this list does have two struggle to survive, which yeah. is that's clean answer. Yeah, very, yeah. very good. Sure. But at the same time, I think um, like that's it's it's a it's a five mana answer. Yeah, it's yeah, very it is, expensive. Yeah. Um, you have to already be on board really to, to be using that and there's only two of them I think there might be another one in the sideboard yeah there's one more in the sideboard mm. so I liked the Naya list because you had Top to Arrest and Cast Out and then Ixland's Binding the sideboard mm. and it also has Ajani as well for the Exile so yeah. um, I quite liked that there's not much in the way of like I don't think the mana is very very bad because mm. you can play like the the tap land the, the cycling lands mm-hmm. plus the the check lands, so they come in untapped from the cycling land. So sure. I, I never really found my mana to be in a bad spot when I was playing it. The only thing I found was that you flood out really, really easily. Mm. Especially you're drawing all these lands from your branch walkers and your jade light rangers and stuff like that. Well, mm. technically that that should that get you through your deck more. But like, yeah. I just I often found myself on like turn five with like three three or four lands in hand, mm. yeah. and like my creatures on the battlefield. I don't. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, it won in the finals versus uh, Salt Eye Constrictor from Aaron Barrett, which was an interesting list with like Hadana's Climb and Bristling Hydra. Bristling yeah. Hydra is still a good card. That's it. Yeah. Very good with Hadana's Climb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, really, really good. And turns out it only needs to really protect itself once or twice to be a huge pain. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It you don't need to have 12 energy before you play it. <laughs> no. Um, we were just overdoing it for the last year. Yeah. yeah. Then we also had three Grixis Energy decks of very di- different varieties. Yeah. You know, they're, uh, these Grixis Energy decks, they're very kind of uh, flexible. I was very surprised by this. I don't yeah. like this deck at all. Surprised how they, how they went. They mm. did so well, yeah. yeah. And I watched some matches where I was like, oh, this Grixis Energy player is dead. And then they like, I came, I came back like five minutes later and they're just they're just about to win the game. And I was mm. like, how did, they, how did this person come back? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how that, that happens with yeah. this deck. There's there's some of the more controlling versions which I think I like a bit more. Yeah, I like them much much more. Um, but the the mid rangey ones I don't like. And then there was murder vehicles and two blue black control, which were both swiftly dispatched in the quarterfinals, mainly due to mana trouble. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a supplementary landswall games. Yeah, yeah, it was very unfortunate. So I do love the blue black control decks, and it's a lo- it's a deck that I I like to play. I like the style. Um, I think it's it's actually very easy to play yeah. as well. Yeah. Like a lot of people say, the control decks are, are complicated, but I think blue black control is very very easy. It's like mm. kill what what they have and counter what you don't want them to have. Basically, yeah, yeah. And and play there's not that. Yeah, and then play the scarab god. You know, just make sure you don't it doesn't get excellent binding. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or a torrential gear hook is is actually even a better a better yeah. win con I think in mm. this deck. Yeah. But um, I just think they're way too weak to mono red even. Even with the matchup much improved by the additional moment to Craving, I still think it's, you just lose so many games to mm, yeah. a slight stumble and they're on the play and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, okay, you're going to win game two maybe, but then game three, you're screwed you're again. Play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Bowman Courier is a huge problem. Mm. Fatal Push is not actually that good in standard. Yeah. I mean, these decks often get to play like four field of ruin, which is good, but... Yeah, like you can't really rely on Fatal Push. Not all that much you know no, it's really. like it's kind of the same level as Magma Spray almost yeah I, I actually yeah. kind of like Magma Spray a bit more yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like oh, especially yeah. against like Earthshaker Kendra uh, Scrappy Scrounger stuff like that yeah, yeah it's very nice yeah I think um, yeah so like, I think yeah, like, Fail Bush is great in your open hand when you know yeah it's on turn one if you're on the play yeah. on turn one kill whatever your two drop is but then yeah. I think yeah once, once you go past that yeah it definitely does weaken but then I think it obviously it does combo very well with Field of Rune yeah um, but uh, yeah I'm, I'm on Craven I mean, I I I I found on red to be fine. I mean, obviously harder, but not as not as difficult as it was before rivals came. Yeah, out. definitely. Yeah, um, I think it was yeah. very very difficult before. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's much easier now, but it's still still hard. And I mean, the four Vraska's contempt also help. Yeah. But like you're very very overloaded on four drops Frask, between Vraska's contempt, hieroglyphic illumination, mm-hmm. glimmering genius. Mm-hmm. A lot of these decks are now playing two commit to memories because there's some yeah. things that you just can't deal with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Carnage Tyrant is a problem, Tokens decks are a problem, Mono Red is a problem. I don't know. I'm kinda yeah. off it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what are you thinking now from Madrid? Um I'm just going back and forth between a lot of different decks. Yeah. I'm thinking that Tokens is very well positioned. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. I keep coming back to that. Just thinking that like these uh mono red decks and these control decks I find it very, very difficult to deal with. Like just the the value engine of tokens. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think Brick's Energy struggles as well with um Tokens is that there's so many there's so many um, permanents I just can't deal with. Yeah. In, in those colors. So yeah. I mean I feel like games two and three Grixis destroys you though. Yeah, with, it gets a lot better, gaze, I think. It's yeah, like, sure. Yeah, they just yeah I don't think against Grixis it is a lot a lot easier for them, games yeah. two and three. And also if there's gonna if this red green monsters deck is popular, mm. I think Tokens is a very bad choice because mm. these decks they, they force you to go into chump mode very, very quickly because they get like massive monsters yeah. on the board very very quickly so yeah, a ton yeah. of flyers they just can't deal with flyers yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like really sticky threats like um the the 
Phoenix and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and then even when like Ixalan's Binding is good against Phoenix and Tazara, mm-hmm. which makes it really good against Mono Red, against this red-green deck, you just have so many other things that they need to answer as mm-hmm. well, that like their Ixalan's Bindings aren't going to be as good against yeah. you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what else is there? I, I do like the, the Mono Red decks... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, a, Monored is is just the default best deck, right? I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it is yeah. just the best deck. Yeah. So I, I, I think I'm trying to talk myself out of playing it. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't really play Monored decks all that often. No, not that you. But can't I think do I could. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a good money deck. Um, so I mean, I, so I, I, I think I prefer it to be on the black red aggro side. I think so like as well. Slightly yeah. more, yeah, more black cards. If you think you're going to be against blue black control a bunch, then like having scrap heap scrounger yeah. is like really really good. Same, yeah. You know, yeah. if they're fatal pushing instead yeah. of magma spraying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was also a huge amount of blue black mid range decks, which I had played a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In standard as well, but I think again those just get kind of get kind of dumped on by the blue black control decks. Yeah. And also, I think they just lose to mono red. They also sometimes lose to mono. Yeah. Well, like you have gifted etherborn, which can be good. Yeah, you just you just kill it. You just lightning strike it or you're braided. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the, you like they play it on turn two. Say you're on the draw, then you play your Earthshaker Canary, you hit them once. Yeah. Turn three, you play a one drop and lightning strike it, and yeah. you're you know it's like yeah. fine. Yeah, I've never I mean, had a problem. You can with essentially that. you can sometimes race mono red, which is kind of good. Yeah, and um, you have a lot of like two for one type creatures, but then you also have stuff like Linsleeve Siphoner that's making so you take bad against yeah, them like, very, very you, bad. Could, you never even want to attack with it like yeah that. exactly you're like yeah. what do I do with this thing it's so useless <laughs> yeah um, yeah I don't know that's that's kind of what I'm between now I'm, I'm between blue black control tokens and mono red okay um, and then also it keeps creeping into my thoughts about approach because approach is just really good when everyone's playing all these really mid-rangey decks it's not great against mono red yeah although it's a bit better than it was before because of baffling end yeah Baffling Land, Baffling Land is, is like a big help. And like if you play Esper as well, and you have Profane Procession you can play if you want. It's kind of interesting. I don't think I'd I don't want to stretch yeah. the mana base to Esper. I've seen we all know how that goes. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know, man. Approach is like, I don't know how you win post-board with that deck. Maybe you play Azor the Lawbringer or something. I see just board in four Regal Gargals. That's never good enough, though. Yeah, like, it's never been good enough for me. literally every deck. Yeah, you bring it in, but like everyone knows you're bringing it in, right? Yeah. They just leave in yeah. some of the removal enough to deal with it. Yeah, but then people bring in stupid things like Lost Legacy and just win. No, people don't bring that in. Yeah, don't I don't think they do. They won't. No, they I've played. I played a ton of approach online at the start of the uh, at the start of Ixalan, and like yeah. people just so fast, they just knew what to do against yeah, you. Yeah, like you know, they just leave in their braids and they kill the big cat, and then they don't care about the one ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like and even braids works if you bring in your looks or hats. So like whatever you bring in, it's totally get rated. Yeah. I, I just know. yeah I don't know yeah. I just don't think the deck like if it had a planeswalker that was good mm-hmm. that would be really double nice. ban yeah double ban it's <laughs> so <laughs> terrible it's like I'm <laughs> yeah, actively it's happy bad. when my opponent plays that card again <laughs> <It's really laughs> yeah um, a lot of these like uh, blue black decks I've seen a lot of blue black decks recently Splash, splashing both I think we talked about this last week we mentioned it splashing both green and red for. Raska and Nickel Bolus. Yeah, it's side. so straight. Yeah, it's, it's so odd. Like, I, I get it for Raska because like, I suppose you're, you're able to deal with more permanents. Yeah. Um, like, Nickel Bolus is just win more. Like, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. tapping seven. To just like do seven damage. Kill something, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be on 20. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I'll be back to draw now, so I'll be kind of climbing towards that, but then 
I can definitely see. I can, I can see why you're torn between mono red, um, black white, and or, or, or Hogan's rider. And then, um, and uh, sorry, another another good thing about the uh, the the red green or monsters decks is the thrashing brontodons inside. I really like that thrashing brontodons yeah. and, and, and carnage or even the main yeah, yeah, yeah. and carnage Before. tyrant. I think those two particular creatures are quite good at the moment. Yeah, yeah carnage tyrant's great. Like in the main, like if you have thrashing brontodon, like how bad is a three four for three ever? Yeah, it's you know very, what I mean. Very low like, floor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. High like floor. A, yeah, sorry, yeah, high yeah, floor, yeah, high yeah. floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the card, <laughs> yeah. the card is is just pretty good. Like, yeah, especially yeah. like if you're playing against like Grixis Energy decks, where people where people are playing like loads of two threes and two ones and especially, stuff like that. Yeah, it's mono red. They just can't yeah. kill it ever. Yeah, 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 they can't kill it. They kind of tack into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, put some counters on there with Solskar Mage. It's the best they can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of on red green to be honest. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. where I would be looking. Yeah, I think I'm gonna keep testing it over the over the coming days and see if I can make a decision soon because yeah. I need to kind of get locked in there. Yeah. Yeah, like to start developing the sideboard plan and stuff. Yeah, like exactly. The side and the sideboard is the problem for red green too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I think about it. Like I think you know usually earlier on is going to say oh like, you know yeah, like control can't deal with resolve with a resolved um, uh, carnage tyrant. But I mean we can't deal with it on the sack either. So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. And one of those in main is is yeah, it's enough. Like. Except for commit. And you're not going to play. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to play a black green control deck. You're totally off that. I'm no, but very off that. Yeah, yeah, I'm off five, yeah. About, uh, Although there were a few decks at the GP that were very, very fun to watch. That were like Abzan. There yeah, was like an Abzan yeah, era yeah. promise ramp. That was that was pretty fun to watch, but uh, still didn't do very well. So. No, no, yeah, yeah. They are they are very fun though. Yeah, they're yeah. cool, but no, yeah. that's not where you want to be. Maybe no, if everyone really. was playing Black Green Constrictor, you might be on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all over it. Ooh. Yeah. No, so no five color. What's it called the cycling. Yeah, I brought that for just for a laugh the other night, but uh, no, I don't think so. You don't hate yourself. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't hate myself enough to to play New Horizons. What, what's it called? Yeah, new, no, new perspective. New perspective. Yeah, yeah. 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 I saw I saw one in the five O list the other day. I actually there were two in the five O list, I think, but one of them didn't have approach in the anywhere in the deck. How do win? I think it just won off the uh, the enchantment, the three man enchantment. The dream. Yeah, I don't think that's that great. Wait, what enchantment? You know, it's a uh, fate that devoted. It's like oh right, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, you cycle, you pay yeah, one yeah. and drain for drains for two. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather have the approach. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think so. No. Anyway, let's not devote our brain power to thinking about that no, terrible deck. We will not. Uh, remember when when that was in the pro tour? It was like round one of the pro tour. They showed somebody <laughs> yeah, playing that deck, and he it was just a Japanese lost player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember leading up to pro tour. It was like because it's such a stupid Is deck. This deck win. insanely broken. I was like, wait, yeah. did they just break the format? It's like because yeah. uh, it just completely ignores some decks. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. wins it's immediately. So funny. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you have a negate? No. Okay, I win. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my. That's, week. that's it. Yeah, that's the deck of the week. Is like seven yeah. different decks because I can't decide which one I want to play. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that's gonna kind of bring us towards the end here. This is our fiftieth episode, so we're gonna celebrate oh. by setting up a Facebook page. Holy boom, shit! Which Whoa. you can like oh and God. Do share and do things like that with. But also, we're gonna have a competition where you can like and share our pages. Mm-hmm. And if you do so, you'll be entered into a draw to win a Glorybringer playmat from GP Amsterdam last Ooh. year, which can be signed or not signed by us, whichever you prefer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have terrible handwriting. Think, think yeah. if somebody if somebody said that they didn't want it signed, I'd be really sad. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, it's your choice. Yeah. Um, 
So that that competition will be online, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, if not very soon after. Cool. Um, and yeah, that'll and be that'll be that'll be it. And we'll post other shenanigans on Facebook. I'm yeah, sure. and you'll see even more gifts oh. with Vince McMahon <laughs> from us on Twitter. That was you that made that, by the way, not me. Just so yeah. everyone knows, I don't have yeah. the talent to uh, to come up with that. Yeah. Well, you came, you, came, you came up, up with the idea, but, uh, but then but I made I the gift. Yeah. yeah. And I care about credit by. Yeah, I'm the one who posted banned from yeah. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But my, my we're, we're not banned from Twitter though. Too. That's it true. Did well on Twitter. No, it yeah, did very well on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It got like 200 replays or something. Yeah, forty thousand impressions. Yeah, did it really? I don't know what impressions are. It's like how many hits basically. Okay, okay, nice, nice. So if you saw our Vince McMahon reacting to the Magic Challenger decks gif on Twitter. Um, give us throw us a like. Um, yeah, I think also got, I think we got like five followers off it, which shows yes. you how, how much the power of social media. Yeah. <laughs> five <laughs> the rest of your fans who yeah. never yeah. played Magic before. <laughs> yeah. And I always forget to post the new episodes on Twitter anyway, so they probably won't even hear this. <laughs> oh, <damn laughs> but I'll do it this week. Okay, yeah, good man, good yeah. man. Uh, we'll post them on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, uh, it would be great if people could uh, give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, that'd be that, excellent. Yeah. Really we don't nice usually ask for this, but no, we probably no. should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to make it a point to, to kind of mention it at the end of every show from, from here on out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you give us a review on iTunes, basically that like pushes us up in ranking. It's like how the algorithm works if you do, mm-hmm. if a show gets lots of reviews. Um, mainly good reviews, but I mean, you can leave whatever review yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, I don't be care. honest, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah that'd be great if you could do that and our theme music is thanks to Barry Cannon he has a new piece of something out what is, what yeah, is it? yeah he has a he has a, he, a Star Wars meme parody music video which okay. is uh, based on Gold by Spando Ballet great yeah uh, sounds so fantastic it's called uh, it's called Swole Swole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so thanks thanks to Barry you can find his info in our show notes um, as I said you can get us on Twitter you can email us Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye bye. This is uh, Crackling Doom. We're going to play Crackling Doom's D&D. All right. So it's going to be the final, the final episode of Crackling Doom, assuming you, you get to the end. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we'll speed through all the decisions. Yes. Previously on Crackling Doom, our heroes Espertron and Jeskai arrived at the town of Feck to track down a cult. They accidentally, well, they got drunk and joined the cult, partied with the cult, <laughs> uh, the, the, the big, bad, evil, what you call it? Abomination, God Krakus. thing, Krakus, yeah, the Lord Krakus, the mighty Krakus, uh, rose from the underworld, descended amongst everybody, destroyed the town, uh, all while you guys were locked. Uh, but you're, in your home for a state, you're now tracking the steps of Krakus, you're up in mountains of madness right now, yeah. Okay. Had some fun trying to get around the mountains of madness, but by God, was it mad and you got <laughs> lost, but now, these are getting close to the peak. Okay, I think we're doing a great job. Nice. I think you're doing a great job too. That's good. Yeah. All right, so you're 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 walking up through the winding the the winding mountain paths of the mountains of madness. Um, uh, so it's the air is getting thinner mm-hmm. uh, and it's getting darker. 
Uh, can someone give me a nature check? Uh, I got a two. I got a four. Yeah, roll it. I got a six. All right. <laughs> Jessica, I notice that it's nighttime. All right. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll inform the party that it's nighttime. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. But it's very observant. Yeah. But it is definitely not the time. It should be nighttime. It is... It is, <gasps> it, this is can, can someone give me instead a arcana check? Uh, arcana, I got two. I got a four. All right. All right. My, my dice rolling again. skills to the four again. Boom. I got a five. Five, all right. <laughs> no, that's a seven, right? Four oh, yeah, three. Four yeah. Seven. Four yeah. seven, seven is enough. Four five failed. Seven is enough. You have. Nice. So you notice this is uh, magical darkness. Uh, darkness that your eyes cannot penetrate. Uh, darkness that is not caused by the setting of the sun, but something darker. <gasps> it's darkness. Um, so you can't see anything in front of you now. Uh, but you're but to put the path as far, as far, as, far as, as much as you know, the path is still before you. Okay. Um, what about the orb in my chest? That's yeah, so like yeah, so off any light. What is that? That is, that, we have, that is we got to remind our listeners that uh, that is the essence of Batonwood in the shape of oh, an yeah. orb infused into your chest. Sweet. Uh, it will glow uh, blue. Uh, well, it will glow. It's a blue orb that will glow. Great. Uh, <laughs> in, in your time of great need, there's someone Batonwood, but only in your time of great need, oh, okay. which may not even happen today. Okay, All so right. it's not really glowing then. Yeah, that so is, I'll, a, I'll assume that we're fine since the orb isn't glowing and just keep walking. That is yeah. good. Just keep on walking. Keep walking straight. Fuck it, though. Yeah, keep walking straight. <laughs> So, uh, so, you, so you're the, the, the path takes you upwards, you feel the air get thinner and thinner. After, after oh. some time passes, you arrive at a wide clearing. And Ooh. even though it's magical darkness, you can still make out the vague shape of a single person standing in the distance. Oh. They're single, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you like to do to approach this person? Um, it's very dark, by the way. Can we call out first? Do you want to? Um, or do you want to use the element of surprise? Okay. Yeah. Let's six. Right. Let's, let's sneak. Yeah. All right. How do we do that? Stealth. Stealth. Give us a stealth roll. All right. I got a one. Uh, Twelve. All right. So you, su- you successfully sneak up to the figure. Okay. Uh, but as you're getting closer and closer, the figure turns around and and the figure glows with white. Uh, and and, oh. and the figure and you recognize the figure as being, um, the, the waiter from the bar to start. What? A minor character. Who oh my You've God. already forgotten about. He says, "Aha, fools! I am the Lord Krakas. You have, brought, you have helped your party and your sessioning has brought me back from the depths of the underworld. And now you must fight. Yeah, you must fa- face, fight, and face me. All right. Wait, All but right. hold on. If we brought him back from the depths, if we brought you back from the depths of the underworld. Yes. And then, how are you in the bar before the?" Big night of revelry. What happened there? I presume he's being possessed or something. And, okay. and now, just, and just as Jessica thinks is the 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 gnome waiter says, "Help! I'm being possessed." But uh, his body starts to tremble and his oh, no. shape begins to change. And now this is a this is a this is a an event of son eight lumiere, okay. sound and light, but mainly sound because it's a podcast. Okay. Um. So we got some music for this part. Oh, sweet. Don't know how well it's going to work. I hope this is all covered by fair use. Yeah, um, yeah. should be. Just right. less than 30 seconds. All right. Fine. So it's dark. The shape is changing. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so I'm going to... Slight, slight, slight technical problem. Take this off airplane mode. Oh, no. This is, it's a ruined. <laughs> <laughs> ruined, ruined. Darn. And lightning cracks through the sky, and as as it lights up the scene before you, the shape, the space, the massive shape of this elf turns into Krakus, the lord of the lord of the underworld, the lord of luxury, and the the, the great revel of the mountains of madness. 
Hundreds of feet this towering monstrosity towers towards you. A thousand tendrils and tentacles wriggle wildly and a million eyes gaze down at you, each blinking blindly as they do. In the chest of, Je- of Esper is an orb of Bahamut glowing, glowing with the power of Bahamut. And then, up above, you hear that? The sound of beating away, beating wings. The cry of a dragon, the holy light of Bahamut shines over the whole, the whole scene. And you see him, the one figure tonight that will bring you hope. Us, the eagles the hope. from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, not the eagles. It is Bamut, the platinum dragon, the lord of justice and and light and yeah. shit. He descends out. He blasts his fire energy down upon Krakus. But Krakus, this mass monstrosity of tendrils and tentacles, leans forward and does not flinch. Bahamut folds his wings behind him and flies down towards Krakus. But Krakus does not flinch. Krakus does not move. Krakus instead simply leans forwards, falls on top of Bahamut. And devours him whole. Oh no. Roll for initiative! Okay. Uh. I got a. Uh, oh boy. Alright. Um, uh, I got a one. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Wait, it's plus dex though, isn't it? It's uh, there. No, it's, it's not filled in. Alright, it's got one. So, got it's one. Plus, oh, so I got a. Okay. I got 16. Alright, so. Uh, Alright, Espertron, you're gonna go first. What'd you like to do? You have your weapons raised against. We're still level one. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. You did not do any fighting until now. You're not ready for this. Okay. Are you? I'm gonna I'm gonna raise Exhibit B uh, high above my head and bring sure. it down upon the nearest wriggling tentacle. Yes, you do that. Okay. All right. Um, where's my thing? Plus six. No, damage is plus six. Oh yeah, I probably put that wrong. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna assume it's plus six. Oh, oh that's okay. You strike down at the tentacle of of of, of Krakus and he screams widely in response and he screams in pain. But amongst the cries of pain, you also hear the sounds of Babbot being digested by the digestive juices inside oh. the body of Krakus. Oh. It's oh, all very God. gross. Krakus and Krakus in response slashes out against you and swings a tentacle to you and he uh, AC I sixteen have he strikes you across the face uh, with with a tentacle oh, and no. you take some damage you take uh, five damage oh no oh, I only have ten hit points all right Jessica what would you like to do I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna aim an icy blast at Krakus's stomach and try to free you should uh, use a free action to drink a can maybe he'll like oh that. yeah I'll do that yeah yeah so uh, yeah I'm slightly drunk on three point eight percent. Tesco Lager. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna aim a, aim a icy blast and try to free. Uh, what's the good guy's name? Bahamut. Again? Bahamut from uh, the stomach of the beast. So this is, uh, I presume, it's a magic attack. Yeah. Is it? I got a. Oh, oh yeah. brilliant! Okay. <laughs> Your magic attack misses and sails over the tentacles of of Krakus and strikes Espertron in the face. No! Espertron uh, no. takes. It's a D12. <laughs> takes eight hit points okay. damage. Oh no! I'm down. Okay. You're, you're unconscious. Okay. Uh, Alright, so now it's, 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 it's so your turn, Astron, you can take a an action to try and roll to save yourself to wake okay, up out of your unconscious. How do I do that? Uh, this, um, roll a d20, it's over 10, or less than 10. Less than 10. Alright, you can slip closer to death. Krakus' oh, no. turn next. Krakus turns to Jeskai. Although he drank a can, he's a little bit happier with you, but he spits acid on you, and you take. Uh, this is 13 versus AC. Alright, I'm uh, 10 AC, so that's not good. Alright, uh, uh, 3 damage. Three damage. I'm on 7, that's alright. Okay, that's not that's bad. good. Alright, now it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna aim a soul storm at the beast. This is a D12 ranged attack, so sure. let's go. Let's see what I get. I get a two. Oh. It's a miss. <laughs> Your soul storm misses and, and, and strikes the ground instead, but, and then bounces up and hits the stomach of Krakus. Nice. And you, you hear the, the sounds of a dying god inside him, and that battlement is now definitely dead inside the belly. The oh, many no. billions okay. of bellies of Krakus. What's right, going on with the orb of my chest? Is uh, it? it's, still, it's, it's gone now. <laughs> it's no longer working. Damn. All right, back down to, uh, to Espertron. You may roll okay. the, uh, the saving throw. Uh, ten. 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 Does that? No, it doesn't. Fail. No, it's a <laughs> Alright, so you're one away from death. Yes. Yeah. Alright, uh, Krakus lashes out against uh, Jeskai once more with a tentacle. 
this is uh, eight versus AC. Ah, uh, that's a miss, actually. Nice, nice. Swipes right over your head. Gives you a chance to get an attack in. All right, here we go. Again, I'm going to aim a soul storm. Let's try Let's do this. I got a 15. The soul storm strikes Trackers right in the face, and one of his many faces explodes into a million pieces. Brilliant. Yeah, All right, faces. back to... Back to uh, okay, one more time. John, here we let's go. Let's do it. Let's one do it. over ten. Three. Three. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you Espertron slips closer to death. Dramatic music. <laughs> All right, back to Jessica. What would you like to do? You can, you can stay and try help Astrotron, or you can try is run he, and leave. Is he not dead now? No, he is. Yeah, okay. but, you can, but you don't know that. Oh well, yeah. I'll try and save him then, as I don't know that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll roll medicine, will I? Yeah. yeah. All right, I roll uh, seventeen. You know he is definitely dead. Oh, he's dead. All right. Practice <laughs> raises one tentacle down uh, over you, and, and twenty-five versus AC. Uh, that's a hit, yeah. Okay. Uh, six. Six. Help, help, I'm, help on, uh, I'm on uh, <laughs> minus one. You're on minus one. All right, so that's... So you're both unconscious. Yeah. Uh, All right, I thought that, that was close. That means you're... Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Both, we almost got him. Close but clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So, so you're both dead. Thankfully, we have some outro music. Okay. Uh, when my phone works. Justice. Cans. These are what brought our heroes to the town of Feck. This is what brought our heroes to try and take down the monstrosity of Krakus, but they have failed. A god is dead, two heroes are dead. They did not find what they're looking for at the town of Feck. All they met was their crackling doom. That's it. That's the end of the campaign, guys. I hope you had a good time. This is episode 50 of Skullcrack. 50 an episode. That's us. We're going to do 50 more. We got David Wolf. We got Kieran. We're going to go take down lots of GPs. That's that's uh, going to get 50 more. And the next 50 are all going to be great. That's 50th episode of Rick and Morty. I mean, 50th episode of, of Skullcrack. We're going to go to, we're going to, go to GP Madrid. Uh, I'm going to chew up some wrong Tron lands. Uh, Kieran's going to miss his chalice triggers. Oh, yeah. Wolf's going to discard lots of cards to chart a course. But we're still going to win it. And it's going to be great. And we're going to come back. And we're going to do 50 more episodes for everyone. Yeah. For everyone at home, out there in listener land. I hope you had a good time. Uh, this is the end of the episode. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, music is going to fade out now. So as the music fades out, we've got four bars left. What do you want to say? Any parting words from Jessica or Espatron? Uh, just um, uh, I hope next time I get an experience point. 